0: I like to get that laugh off the top. Oh, we are back. We are back. He was just
1: like looking at me and ha, then he just like making
0: creepy expressions. Yeah. Waving <laughs> my hands just, around.
1: He hit the record button, then he just started staring ha. at me. What are you
0: gonna do? What are you, you gonna do? to oh, And thing? we're back. Yes. This is Attacks. the Northern Minor Bo- Northern Minor Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> I am Matthew Keefe with my co host, Leslie Stokes. And we are coming to you live from Vancouver on July eighth but you this is actually a friday everything it got is messed a friday, up yes. somebody more important came in and we didn't get the recording studio so we're on friday yeah um so uh, we will s- uh, be out of town when you or i will you won't have left yet
1: no we no.
0: are heading up to the yukon this yes. coming week to do our big media tour up there i'm there from saturday to friday Leslie's coming up Tuesday
1: night? Tuesday. I'm kicking around. Um, much so this
0: week. will serve as our, our friendly sponsor, the Yukon Mining the Alliance. Minute. This is a Yukon Minute. We're going up there. Uh, there's a big uh, or a little, well, a nice conference in Dawson City we'll be uh, attending. Um, a couple of great companies there. Uh, I'll be whipping through a number of sites, just checking things out, uh, doing some video work up there. Yeah, we'll so be, exciting. Uh, yeah, we'll be at uh, Victoria Gold Attack. Rockland. Um, geez, the list is, is fairly it's long. It's huge. Yeah, yeah Alexico, it's Pretty much everyone who's doing work in uh, the Yukon's going to be there. Yeah, I'm actually meeting with somebody from Goldcorp about coffee.
1: Sweet. So we'll be talking nice. to them.
0: Uh, I just got word on that yesterday. Um And then, yeah, on, on the Wednesday, which is the 13th, I think you said, we'll be in Dawson City, uh, Leslie and myself, um, and we will be doing the podcast, as I mentioned, live from Super the floor live. of the Dawson oh, well, actually, City Mineral Conference. Live. <laughs> well, it will, it will be live. We will at make that it live. Yeah, yeah, but you won't hear it till the next week. So,
1: but <laughs> but but it
0: will be recorded live there with our friends in the Yukon government and everything. We will try to line up some cool guests, so we can have like a few guests on here and yeah, and needle people, bug them, bug them, mm-hmm. see what we see if we can get you some. Uh, some very uh, uh, inside information, maybe. I want to find out what <laughs> the exclusives. hottest exploration
1: play is up there. Like, uh, there's so many of them that are, super yeah, good, there's
0: a lot of uh, a lot of uh, I drilling. want to start making
1: a raffle or something,
0: yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, that's uh, so do uh, do look forward to our coverage of that generally. We'll be doing a bunch of articles on it um i'll be up there for the full week so i'll have a lot of material uh we will be having a, this is our first video project i'm doing cool, yeah um so i'll be hosting a bunch of like uh probably two to three minute little brief site on-site video snippets that we're doing a little bit of like a a reporting documentary type thing up there so you'll see me live on site doing stuff Ah, with CEOs probably I'll be with uh, some really good guys up can there can
1: you just do like a fake David Attenborough sort of What's voice that? when you when you're actually recording these videos oh, uh, I don't <laughs> like know. just start shaking, shaking <laughs> a <log. laughs> like over just there a, yeah
0: <laughs> oh yeah like a nature video yeah. it's like looking at Willy Sheep uh, but yeah we'll have some great guys on uh, John McConnell from Victoria Gold will be up there I'm sure I'll, uh, Graham Downs from Attack all the great uh, CEOs up there we'll get them on camera doing some good uh Good chatting with me, and we'll, uh, we'll see what we can get out of them. Nice. So, uh Yeah, so that's our... Uh, we we'll do catch up uh, on our Yukon coverage. We'll be out of office next week, so that's mm-hmm. uh, everyone who listens to the podcast briefing. If you call, we probably will, will be away be from the phone. <laughs> uh, so let's move straight into our macro and look at a bit at our uh, commodities now that the Brexit kind of chaos has ebbed a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another... I you know gold's been r- r- rolling up there, but... It did actually take a bit of a step back this week, and that was because the U.S. came out with uh, more strong job numbers, and the Feds and Yellen and all our friends were like, oh, well, now we might raise rates again. So gold went Thursday, I believe, yesterday. It went down um, uh, quite a bit, and then it recovered. Today we're looking at $1,360 roughly uh, at recording time. So it's it's still very nice. Like, it's approaching $1,800 Canadian. So mm. if you have a project in Canada, woo-ha. It's good great. Job. Yeah, it's doing really well, right? Um, and then copper. <laughs> poor copper. We did like last week. We were like, oh, copper's at 220 Now it's down to 212 again. So copper took a bit of a, there's a, a few sort of hawkish um, or dovish, I should say, res- reports on uh, international manufacturing, which we'll get into briefly. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, and then the other thing I wanted to talk about, because it's sort of, I've gotten a few notes on this recently, um, is silver. Yeah. And people are like losing their bonkers on silver because it's like up there getting towards around $20 an ounce, right? Like it's getting back to the strong point where we, we see a lot of production move from marginal to profitable, right? That I've heard a lot of people say that that cutoff point for a lot of in situ silver is around eighteen to twenty bucks.
1: Yeah, I see a lot of feasibility studies. Yeah, at eighteen dollars. Yeah, so I
0: think that's where a lot of them comfortably sense. sit. Mm. Um, so I have a note from Scotia, and they actually label it the Silver Super Rally, <laughs> and it's partially apparently driven by fun buying out of China. Um, so that's been going on quite a lot, um, and that uh, the speculation friendly in silver is a sign that retail investors have once again latched onto the metal, and it offers a cheap entry point. So it's done really well. And, I mean, the ratio has been shrinking between silver and gold. Um, And uh, the ETF holdings have done quite well, obviously, on silver because, you know, when we started the year, it was down at, like, 50 bucks. So it's it's done quite well. So there's been uh, a buzz around silver. So um, we'll check out your silver producers. Take a look at, uh, I think we... Did you cover Pan America or uh, no? Orex, Orex, yeah. The Orex Discovery, they've got a really good one. Down um, there. we looked to always look at Silver Standard, mm-hmm. um, some uh, Pan, American. Pan so American's been, been doing really good really since well. Yeah, oh yep. um, and then just to get to bat, uh, just to get into this <laughs> the gold thing a little bit. Um, it was just that Thursday, private sector added more jobs than expected in June. Uh, latest data released by payrolls, uh, reported that 172,000 jobs were created in June. This is in the U.S. Uh, up from May um, but some of the people I've talked to have been like yeah but look at there's no actual raise in real wage like if all these jobs are coming but there's not really a rate, uh, rise in real wage and there's you got to look at the separation between part-time full- time and all that oh, kind really? of stuff so Again, I, there's these are when you hear people talk like this, you can you be like, are you a gold bug? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like because as soon as you hear that, I'm like, do you hold an overproportionate amount of your investments in gold? And as soon as people are like, I hate the U.S. economy, I'm like, <laughs> are you? Do you like gold a lot, sir? I don't know. I don't know. It just like it just seems that maybe that might be the case. So, yeah. um, yeah. So. What do, what, what do you have on the dock? You, oh, we have graphite this week. We, we have, have a, a
1: technology metals. Yeah, technology
0: metals. metals. Uh, I have an, some interesting stuff to talk about. Um, I always screw up this company's name, but I'm not going to. It's Flinders. Flinders. It's not Flinders. Flinders. It's Flinders, I believe. <laughs> now, I might get a call from Blair Way, who is uh, president CEO who I talked to this week, correcting me yet again. I always, it's just, it's a tick, like a tick I have. I don't know. But, anyways, we will get into uh, some strategic metal stuff. Um, not the company in the Yukon strategic metals, like b- broadly. Um, so, but we will, you know, we'll be talking to them and, uh, uh, Doug Eaton and all the guys up there, uh, with Arch Catherine and stuff when we go to the Yukon, but for now, for now, um, let me get to the headlining news of the week. This is wow. Big stuff. We've been talking about this for a while. What's Sentara going to do? What's Sentara going to do? They were, we speculated they were, might've been in on the bidding on Kamenak. That's we, right. They, they've been sniffing around. We've heard on around the fringes of gold projects in, Uh, in Canada they've been really interested in they have the stake in Premier Gold's uh, property out in Ontario I think that's what is it called the TransCanada I think or no that's not right that's the other one but anyway Anyway, they also have the uh, Integra Gold Steak, right? Oh no, it's Dorado. Jeez, I'm all over the place today. <laughs> oh, see, it's not Thursday; see, it's Friday, and
1: it's, and it's also 11 o'clock, and we're actually drinking coffees <sighs> yeah. right now. Yeah, exactly. So we're we're still not even post. No, usually yet.
0: we record it in the early <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> we're, we're it's awake. early. So anyway, so Centerra does has been trying to get. Pro- long story short, let's just get to the brunt of it here. Okay. So they announced a freaking a merger. Oh well, essentially a takeover of Thompson Creek Metals. Which is was originally a molybdenum company out of, out of um, Colorado, who came up and bought Mount Milligan, w- w- which was controlled by Terrain Metals and a bunch of different people had it. I believe HDI, uh, HDI company, hundred oh, yeah. different company had it originally. So M- M- Mount Milligan, big mined uh, copper gold asset in uh, in uh, the central north central BC, and this is an interesting one. Cause like we we talked about Thompson Creek, they were kind of walking the line towards bankruptcy. They had about nine hundred million dollars in outstanding debt, like in bonds, and which is just ridiculous. Like I'm just like holy smokes. And they had what they'd done is they streamed. uh, This is a really millions like a gold mine. Like they it produced a lot of gold, like two hundred seventy thousand ounces a year they'd streamed half of that, 52.25% to Royal Gold. So, like, everyone's like, oh, it's re- we want it for the gold, but Royal Gold owns, like, over half the gold in in the ground for life of mine, right? So, everybody's like, the speculation I heard, this is prior to getting into the deal, because this is quite funny, I've heard a lot of people talk about this, is that a lot of companies are interested in Mount Milligan didn't want anything to do with Thompson Creek because of all the debt, right? right? So, they're like, just let them go bankrupt. And then when the... Thing goes in bankruptcy proceedings a the debt you know gets all resolved and everything like that you can you can negotiate on the debt more competitively and b there is some speculation that royal gold would just lose the stream like it would just be gone which is a would be a freaking cluster for royal gold like uh, that's why and then i heard the argument that's why streams are royalties are better than streams cuz royalties are underlying they stick with the property oh, no matter what I know streams that. well We'll see what, it's an agreement between two companies. What if one of the companies goes insolvent and disappears? Then it's gone. What happens? Oh. Yeah, so this was the, 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 the speculation I heard before this deal went down. So there was quite a few people <laughs> who were surprised that Sentara did this. Like, they were like, oh, whoa, whoa, like, maybe you should have waited. And the, sort of the reasoning I got from Scott Perry, who's the president and CEO of Sentara on the conference call, was that they wanted deal certainty. So what I gather is that they just wanted to make sure they got it. So they may have paid a bit more and took on this debt. And so what they did was this deal ends up being, I laugh because it's like a one, uh, the headlines is like, Sentara Thompson Creek $1.1 billion transaction, right? <laughs> so the actual valuation on Thompson Creek is roughly $140 million. Oh, wow. Right. So they got whatever. It was an all share thing. They, they end up with 8% of the combined pro forma company. <laughs> the, all of Sentara's money they're spending is to square off the debt it's roughly 898 million dollars they're spending and that's all their cash in treasury which totals around 460 million plus i think they got another 300 million dollar credit facility plus they're doing 170 million dollar equity financing oh, just yes, to pay off this right. <laughs> freaking debt so the, the, the hey, at least you, you know it's it's so so then they also this is quite a deal so they also renegotiated the stream with royal gold okay and they <laughs> reduced the streaming on gold uh, from the 52.25% um, gold stream at mount milligan to 35% and then royal gold took <laughs> i was laughing i just this deal entertains me
1: endlessly yeah you were so agitated and royal
0: gold took an 1875 percent copper stream which I'm sure their investors were like stoked. Like, yeah, Copper streams <laughs> that's a thing now. Like, I've never even heard of that. I like—I remember a uh, s- slight detour here that um, Sandstorm Gold, you know, like no one watching those guys, they, yeah. they hold quite a few uh, streams, like the Hot Madden stream. They just did that big deal with tech we talked about. But they tried to start a side company called uh, Sandstorm Metals, and they tried this like base metal and maybe like LNG streaming or like Gas oil streaming did not work. I don't, so anyway. But it, they had to it up just like getting rid of that idea. Uh, gold streaming, precious metals. Do that. Do that. Don't do the base. But anyway, so Royal Gold now has this like eighteen point seven five percent copper stream on Mount Milligan. Um. So they kind of so so Sentero was like, oh, it's a gold asset again. Ah, yeah. So it's not a copper asset because Thompson was a base metal company. And they, you know, anyway, so they ended up <laughs> buying this thing for all their money. <laughs> And uh, so, but it's like a pretty good mine. Like it's going to materially impact their production, right? And I think they're going to be up around 700,000 ounces of gold a year when the transaction closes. But <laughs> this is also good. So then we, we always talk about Satera. There's so many elements to this story. Like there's like three companies involved and like the Kyrgyz government's pissed now. It's it's quite, a, it's entertaining. So now what happened <laughs> was we always talk about Sotera because they needed to, Diversify their geopolitical exposure because of the Kumtor mine in Kyrgyzstan. And this is just, remember, we were talking about like they're raiding their offices and like holding people, not allowing them to leave the country and stuff. So they wanted to pick up Milligan, obviously, to counterbalance that. And they made a, Scott Perry made a big deal about that on the conference call. He's like, ah, like most of our in-situ reserves are in North America now, right? Like, so our valuation's like more weighted towards a safer jurisdiction. Then the Kyrgyz government comes out and they're like, we don't like this. So they said they put out like a thing today. And they're like, well, no, we don't, we don't approve this Mount Milligan transaction. We don't even know what that is. And so then and then and then so this like router report comes out today and they're like, well, obviously they're they're like ticked, right? Because they sort of have Centerra over a barrel, because they actually own equity interest in the company, not like in the mine. So they sort of have Centerra over a barrel when they have the the only asset they have is operating in their country, right? So they're like, your, your entire essentially cash flow is dependent on us giving you licenses. So that's how they've been negotiating. But assuming this deal closes, then you know it's the dynamic obviously changes. So anyways, there's a funny report I saw, I think it was Bloomberg who put it out today or something, where it was like, it was only like 300 words, but it was like the, the, the Kyrgyz government entity that owns the stake and Sentera was like, we hate this.
1: <laughs> this <laughs> Your is, accent is so amazing. Yeah,
0: they, we hate this so much, it's <laughs> terrible. And so they came out and said all this stuff. So interesting stuff. So I mean, yeah, long story short, is going to essentially exhaust the bond payments. I gather that happens within like, I don't know, two months after the deal will close. Um, and then uh, they will be pretty much taking it over. And the, the issue, though, I, I, Routers was very, or Bloomberg, whoever put this out, was very wanted to be very clear, is that the, the Kyrgyz interest cannot block the transaction. <laughs> like, they can make noise and... Cause trouble, but they can't fundamentally, I don't think, block the transaction. I tweeted that out earlier. I'm like, so everybody does it's okay. So Centera will end up owning ninety two percent of the Pro Four company, Thompson Creek shareholders would end up with eight percent. Um and as we said, the the offer values Thompson Creek shares at about seventy nine cents. So it's a thirty-three percent premium or something. So it was that was a busy, busy one. I, I wrote up a, a whack an article, and the one other thing I wanted to add is I got this like just fiery note from Canaccord on this. Oh,
1: cool! What oh, they, they were like,
0: they were like, yeah, so my God. incredible Hulk out in this note. Um, oh yeah, right. <laughs> so, so what uh, they were like? I, I uh, their goal analyst is like oh, they do see meaningful value in Matt Uh however and this is verbatim, we believe that the Royal Gold Stream and the high levels of debt significantly lim- limit the value to Sentara's shareholders. And they said, uh, Thompson Creek appeared to be a prime candidate for restructuring read bankruptcy. Um, and uh, they said that that would have, uh, a more prudent outcome, in our opinion, would have been to wait for bankruptcy proceedings, further restructuring of the debt in stream, which may have resulted in the asset being available for a more attractive price. So they're like, yeah. Well, what we talked sure. about, right? But, but Sentero would respond Well, we wanted to get it locked up. The assumption would be if that went into bankruptcy, got restructured, Milligan would look a hell of a lot more attractive and you'd probably have a bidding war and who knows yeah. what you'd end up paying in that regard, right? So some of the analysts weren't that stoked. On it. I mean, it's because analysts don't like when you spend all your money like they want want you to keep a little something in the kitty right they're like ah sudere has no money Yeah. And yesterday they had 500 million dollars and so I was like oh god our valuations are all messed up so canagor dropped their target price by 350 a share from 10 bucks to 750 or wow. that's 250 a share sorry um but yeah so that was a, that was a, that would entertain me for like the first little bit of the week so <laughs> it was a good one and then it's there's a the little thing oh there's a back and forth and yeah and then the, then the, the kirgis republic response it was it is great theater great theater uh if you're into finance and, Capital markets and mergers and acquisitions. Which, me? Hey, maybe some people are like me and think that's entertaining. Uh, anyway, yeah, let's uh, let's get into your Quebec graphite yeah. story, uh, as I've ranted. For.
1: Well, like like we mentioned, we have a technology special that's going to be coming out next week. That's right. And so we're kind of, we're, we're not really targeting lithium. Um, we're No, because we did that towards, as a separate. We did it as a separate specialty. Yeah, special. yeah. So um, there's
0: some vanadium, I think.
1: Some vanadium.
0: Uh, I have a little bit of rare earths. Okay, um, and I've got the graphite, and I have so a I kind of a rare earth, earth... basis. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, unless you really want to get into really, like, felspar and neobium and cobalt. Neobium. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there, <laughs> hey, there's there's people out there that are like. You know, I, part of the story that I have is actually uh, pretty like related to um, really obscure rare earths because we'll I'll get into it after I just talked to Burms like I are said. cool. Uh, Blair away from from Flinders Resources in Sweden. Uh, well, they're in Vancouver, the project in Sweden, and so half their stories were Earth. So, but but let's let's talk around. The graphite first. is cool because yeah. um,
1: I went into it not having a clue about the graphite market. Okay. Oh like, really? Okay. And <laughs> I don't know anything about graphite because I wasn't around during that big oh, boom. Oh yeah.
0: So let's 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 precursor this. <laughs> yeah, Matt knows. Matt, knows Matt was cars. around in 2012, yeah. 2013, so. when everybody was like. Flakes, my flakes are bigger than your flakes. My, flakes and my are bigger And my, my purity, it's better. It's better. It's all about and I, flakes yeah, and purity. Yeah. And I don't have to grind it as much as you. And people were just like, what is going on? And so we had to do... I remember our publisher, Anthony Vacaro back then was, I think, one of our senior staff writers. And he had to do this big roundup. Or we, he did this big roundup where he had to explain, like, why like flakes were important and what what the purities meant and you know uh looks you know, like lithium refractory right? a lot of const- things r- does make refractory make sense right oh my that. dad is phoning see that's what happens when you retire you phone me in the middle of the day yeah. um <laughs> so uh no but it was it's funny because yeah it's it, it was such a huge de- huge deal back then and mm-hmm. and people were just always talking about it and there was like many many juniors just it i'm sorry but it reminds me of lithium now like you know like that's sort of what happens. People are just like, like this, like mass of well, junior companies moving around. Like, the
1: cool thing I find about technology metals is, um, well, specifically graphite and lithium, is that a lot of the people that are buying this stuff on the on the end, yeah, they want to actually have a finished product, something yeah. that they can like take from the mine site and be like, thank you very much, ching, yeah, and then put it in straight into their product into a battery, yeah, which just is plug it right into your which car. Is, for me, it's a big ass. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> you know, you're talking about not just mining and finding these deposits, but you're also looking at learning how to. Is this the message it. that
0: you got from let, let's get into who exactly so I was speaking with.
1: to Nouveau Monde oh, and, in Quebec, um, in Quebec. There, right? so mm-hmm. they're about 120 kilometers away from the only North American producing graphite mine um, it's owned by a private company Emery's and at the Lac de Ile. So I was talking to Eric De Sunez. Not
0: the Platinum Palladium Mine. Not the Platinum Palladium Because there is... there is there there is Same uh, names, yeah, different deposits. Yeah, I always get confused with that. So
1: I was talking to Eric. He's president and CEO of Nuboman And he took some time out to explain a bunch of things to me. And he was explaining how his Matawini graphite project, they just released a PEA... With some pretty good numbers out of it, Um, I guess the NPV stands at 237 million. After-tax internal rate of return is 24.7. That's not bad. And yeah, it's it's pretty good. And how he was telling me how he's kind of like positioning himself and the company to basically be a takeover target for Emory's. because Emory's... that's they're private. Yeah, Emory's. yeah this is a private graphic it's producer. a private one In-care because they yeah. are running out of ore they've only got about four or five years of mine life left and again this is north america's only graphic producer yep. yep. now the other cool little part of the story is that when you look at what has been happening over the past few years with tesla and now volkswagen just a couple of weeks saying that they need to have basically five times the capacity that tesla had actually pitched a while ago for um, for their electric vehicle production is going to require a lot of graphite not just lithium but graphite yeah. because the graphite forms yeah. the anodes in these batteries and so there's a lot of like pickup in demand and and the cool thing is about it is that both Tesla and Volkswagen and all these companies are saying well we're green technology so we want to keep it green aka yeah. we want to find local sources for lithium we want to find local sources of graphite cuz most of it's all produced well for graphite most of it's coming from China all of it almost Pretty especially yeah like like yeah.
0: from what my conversation is like the the some in sri
1: lanka i think yeah
0: there's some in in korea and and but yeah. they and japan korea and china are also the main consumers yeah
1: right? so they want to be able to like <laughs> and nouveau mon is He's so cool. He was like, you know, Leslie, we're going to put in our feasibility report our carbon footprint for the operations. Yeah. And I thought, okay, that's neat because that actually speaks to Tesla and Volkswagen and all these other car manufacturers by saying, look, this actually keeps to your values as a company and what it is you're trying to create mm-hmm. and uh, being able to produce a graphite product um, at carbon neutral levels, right? And, and yeah. so I thought that was really rad. And I thought, well, you know, I don't know too much about the other graphite miners but they seem to have like a pretty interesting um project and they're really moving ad- they're advancing that along like they're going to be looking at financing pretty soon so
0: they're looking to serve as sort of a satellite deposit for the well no they it's like a
1: 23 it? year mine life oh, and wow. then and it's cute because he was when he was talking he goes okay that's just for the west zone but yep. he says they have it's like this this like circular shaped um, like geophysical anomaly that basically like tracks right in line with the graphite mineralization. They have a bunch of um, resources to the south already lined up, and they're like, "Look, we've got 23 year mine life at the west zone, which is what the PEA is on, but the south zone is there, and that can just be our pension plan for when the mine <laughs> like reaches." So, its mine life. Did,
0: from your perspective, did you? I'm always interested in, because in, graphite tends to occur in huge swaths. Like, there's tons of it where you find it, right, a lot of the time. Like, I remember I went down to visit Energizer Resources, which is Madagascar. This is back in 2012, Oh, yeah, Madagascar trip. And, like, their thing, like, the footprint of this Molo graphite thing they discovered was, like, insane. Like, I'm like, you'll never need this much. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, you can to do? And, but, like, w- so from a geologist's perspective, did you get sort of into the occur mineral occurrences that happen with this stuff really or? no not no. not
1: too not too much yeah. I mean at the end of the day it's, it's basically identical to the ill um, Lacta ill mine okay and that's really important for them because they said that well all the customers that are purchasing Emory's product yeah wants to have the exact same product they're familiar
0: right. with it, yeah. yeah. The exact
1: same flake size, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. The purity, like we're saying. Um, and so he's he's like, geologically, it's pretty much exactly the same. Um, and what they have is what, you know, Nouveau Monde has. And there's a lot of big upside, obviously, to the resource. But they're quite happy with the 23-year mine life at the West Zone. And, um, but their big mission right now is, well, they're gonna be pushing for a feasibility um, and they're looking at a, a production target by 2021. But what mm. they're gonna be at looking at is creating spherical graphite. So this goes back to this big yeah. expectation for-
0: so, so do they have a, something to add onto their flow sheet to do that? They're going to add onto yeah, their flow that's sheet. What, that's what my- So you have to take yeah. these
1: like flakes and like bend them and like get them into the right shape and density um, and that goes like kerplunk into <laughs> lithium-ion battery. Yeah. So they're looking. They're going to be looking at um, setting themselves up to create that product. So Tesla and whoever else wants to buy it straight off the bat. Because Tesla won't get out of bed for anything he, less than spherical graphite. Apparently. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, No, no. <laughs> so, I heard very similar things when I was talking to some people about it. So. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind yeah. of
1: interesting. It's definitely a different world than your conventional well, mind. Well, from ion. what I
0: gathered, okay. So the original model. Um, back in 2012, I was talking to, again, Blair Way, who's the president and CEO of, of Flinders. Interesting enough, they were involved in that initial rush, and they won. They were the guys who actually got to production out of all these North American juniors who wanted to get a graphite mine into production. They actually got there. Cool. And then they ramped it up, got it refurbished, went into production in mid, late 2014 through mid-2015. And then they were like, well, this doesn't work, because the graphite price... Just just
1: tank. Because well, it's tied to iron ore. Uh, yeah, also. exactly.
0: Because what they were producing was a concentrate based on refractory, refractory processes, which is steel making, essentially. Yes, yeah. So when the, yeah. uh, the, the world economy, we went into essentially a global recession, right? So steel, and to this day, iron ore markets and steel markets are pretty crap. Right, so the price on on these sort of concentrates they were selling went down to like four hundred dollars a ton in mid twenty fifteen. So they're like they have this thing, it's so the Waxna graphite a graphite mine in Sweden, which is a past producer that they picked up and they refurbished and got it back into production. So it's interesting when I was talking to Blair, it's just interesting to somebody who's out there talking to. Who has a mine? Like they're like, we can produce graphite at any moment. Like, give us a few days and we'll get you graphite.
1: Yeah. And
0: like they're like, we can't find <laughs> anyone there. to sell it to. And yeah. I'm like, and he's like, and so they're going out and they're doing similar stuff. First, they did a, a merger with Tasman Metals, and this ties into oh, Tasman
1: is rare earth guys. Yeah. They're they, awesome. This
0: ties into the rarer stuff. Yeah. yeah. And so they have a rare earth project, North uh, NORCAR project in Sweden. They have a PFS out on it. It creates yeah. like a bunch of. I think
1: I wrote that. Heavy, I wrote them up. Yeah,
0: heavy critical rare earth elements it's also kind of um but blair said that's a bit further down the road because that that's going to correspond to different sort of demands as far as uh, new mm-hmm. technologies are concerned but interestingly so so they're also looking at the exact same thing which is adding the spherical graphite high purity circuit to their flow sheet right yeah and it's because they're like we need to produce this stuff on site because nobody else will buy yeah it. You, the, the, buy the it bulk cons else. are just not sexy these days yeah so so they're going to add they're looking to repermitted increase throughput put on this new circuit and start doing it from site the interesting thing he told me is he's like listen i'll be completely honest even if we were producing high quality spherical graphite right now i think we'd have a hard time finding buyers for it outside of japan he said because china's pretty much like a self sustaining market where they produce it themselves and you know they're they're like the like you said the forefront of making Really high quality spherical graphite is the Chinese, right? They like so. Uh, Flinders actually went to China and contracted a Chinese company to work on their flow sheet to do um the spherical high purity stuff. So they're gonna they're looking at input, uh putting that in at their walks of mine. But it was really interesting what he said to me. He was, I was like, Yeah, we go. He's like, I went over to Detroit and I was talking to all these automakers about um like. Do you want some green technology? <laughs> and they were all like, no, I don't, no, no, "No, we don't really." It doesn't sell in the U.S. Like that's what he was saying. Like out of out not of, yet, I guess. No, it doesn't. It, he's like, it it's 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 not there yet. And he no. was laughing because was like, back in 2011, we were so sure, and now he's like, I'd say probably, you know. Give it five or so years, well, and it be...
1: Tesla ramps up, and then Volkswagen actually. See, that's what's so funny. I'm, I'm
0: looking at Leslie's article. See I see happens. Tesla Motors bolded in the article. I'm sure every article in our strategic metals section is Tesla is going to have a Tesla Motors show. I hope they'll
1: actually sell all the vehicles because
0: I'm sell. I'm confused <laughs> as to how this one company is apparently driving some sort of energy revolution, and then just terrible. Anyways, we can get into that whole Solar City terrible bid by Elon. What the heck is he doing with those two anyway? This is way outside of our yeah, okay, okay. Um, But if but you're yeah, into technology, te- metal yeah. Technology if you're into that stuff, I, I could talk to you about it. Give me a call. I'm really angry about that. Anyway, um, <laughs> but yeah. So really interestingly, he said that it's not. It's still not quite there. Like even mm-hmm. if you have a producing high purity graphite mine, he's like it would be hard to find contracts. So what they're because essentially what he also said was they don't really do off takes in the graphite business. They do like promise promissory notes for like. He's like so what they want to do is bring in like. A hard partner who's like will account for whatever they can produce right now 10,000 tons of graphite con at about ninety percent carbon or something like that oh, yeah. so he want they want someone to come in and actually like just account for their whole year's um, margins and so yeah they're actually and then I talked to them and they're they're merging with Tasman and they're renaming themselves I think it's kinetic materials okay is the new company and they're going to have, so they'll have REEs, they'll have the graphite, and they're looking to pick up lithium properties. <laughs> and so they're like, well, because exactly like you said, it's like the auto guy shows up and he's like, I need, and it's like generally just basically like a shopping list of yeah, like what like a Walmart. wild and crazy minerals Do you want some need. produce?
1: Get some produce. Yeah. Do you want some clothing? Pick up But it. it's like, it's Put like really it.
0: rare produce. It's like showing yeah. up and being like, I want some, some grapes from the hermitage vineyard. Like. Like, that's yeah. rare wine. That's, yeah. It's hard fine, but we can get it for you because we have that. And in some the, spam. Yeah, setup. and some spam. Yeah. yeah very Hawaiian of you. That's very testifying. Um. So, yeah. So, inter- it's been very interesting to catch up on the graphite after about, yeah, it's what, super cool. four years of, of, well, no, I guess it didn't really crash until 4th, 2013, 14. Um, but, yeah, we were covering it for so uh, so so long, that back like four years ago, and then it kind of went away. And we've had, there was actually a rare earth like a little mini boom in the interim, if you if you recall that, it was like so of these things there. You know, these things are um, interesting
1: because these technology metals are very much at the mercy of technology. Well, the, the uh, Blair from Flinders is
0: like, yeah, we just want to be part of this new world economy, and I'm like, it's 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 it's, it's a very nice vision. I, I'm quite uh, quite taken by it's it, cool. but but there's <laughs> there's no ETA on this. Is what I gathered from talking to everybody they're like, well you can you could like we're planning for it, but when this It'll actually happen. culminates, we don't know right yeah. so so interesting, so do check out our uh our specialty metals, I guess is what it's yes. called specialty, specialty metals, metals. Um, Salmo you know, will have something on Largo resources in Brazil, I believe, mm. and she was down there visiting them, so I think that's a vanadium project if i'm wrong, sorry so I'm like i it, it is I think it, it's one of those one of those other specialty metals right um so yeah we'll have some really cool content in there catch up on your tesla (laughs) tesla facts because i'm sure everyone's articles are gonna have Tesla tesla in it um and yeah so there's that um and then just, uh, again, I'll do a few quick hits. Leslie has a list this week. I have a list. We do. We will wrap the show up with a list, which we love lists.
1: Top um, We love
0: listener contributions. Ten. Big fan. Listener contributions. Yeah, yeah, we'll try to get a bunch when we're up uh, live from the, uh, the U- uh, Dawson uh Oh, City. totally. Yeah, we'll get a few up yes. there. Yes. Um, so, yeah. So, I just want to quick hit off a couple things. The first one was that um, Peregrine Diamonds. Um, they released a PEA, a preliminary economic assessment on their uh, Chidliac uh, phase one diamond development, um, which is uh, on Baffin Island and none of it. So we have a, a few cool little diamond things, Kennedy. You've, you've talked about Kennedy before. Um, so this is another one of these um, cool little, you know, the territories just keep popping out diamond lines this is another one that's quite interesting Um, so this one's interesting because uh, it's got a pretty good looking economic profile and I've heard a few people are like oh that's like we're a little bit surprised with how well the economics came out it it has a, a an after tax mpb of 471 million and a IR at 7.5%, so it's acceptable discount rate for
1: MASH. Oh, for MASH, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'd rather
0: they bump that by the another age? half percent to yeah. eight. But <laughs> 7.5 yes. works. Um, and an after-tax IR of around 30%. So it's actually pretty good. It's not bad. Yeah, um, it's really good. And the thing would cost around $435 million to build. And the interesting thing that stood out for me, and this is a few... Uh, analysts I've talked to had were, were a little skeptical on it. <laughs> They're like, oh gosh. This is a, a bit of a red flag here on risk. Uh, pre-production capital includes the construction of a 160 kilometer all-weather road to connect uh, Aculet with, um, th- with the project. The capital of Nunavut with the project. So that's that's like eh, longer than Whistler That's like Pemberton. You're building a road from Vancouver to Pemberton, essentially. Um, so It's interesting. I mean, it's, it's obviously it's clearly out there. Like, it's on Baffin Island, so it's like you're not in uh you know you're not in uh the, the backyard of any any sort of infrastructure or anything so it's interesting but um the economics do look quite good it's got a reasonable build cost um and it's a uh, life of mine average production rate of about one point two million carats per year uh peaking at one point eight million carats uh per year um with an average mining head grade of one point six seven carats per ton so it actually That's looks lot, yeah. yeah it it's an interesting looking project um and peregrine is trading relatively i mean it's at 30 cents a share i think or something like God. that so it's yeah it's, so it's, it's an interesting looking little um uh little project and not even that little You're i mean um diamonds yeah and it's another, another one yet again that we're seeing as i said it, it, in the northwest territories Nunavut, of it uh really kind of a kirula rich bonanza mm-hmm. going on uh right now with a few of these projects so it's interesting and i've, I've heard uh, some speculation, Kennedy's PEA actually do out later this year, too. So nice. it'll be interesting to hold them side by side and see sort of, uh, uh, comparatively speaking, what they'll look like. Because these are kind of the two of the juniors with more advanced age assets. So it's, yeah. it's cool. So Although, do check it out. mind
1: you, yeah, Kennedy is basically at the doorstep yeah, of Gacha, of Gacha <laughs> So
0: that's a completely different ballgame. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, so Peregrine's actually holding a conference call Tuesday, so do check that out if you're interested. Um, interesting little uh, PEA and something I just came across on my desk. Um, and then, yeah, so the other thing that we had, and I want to get to this because I love these, is uh, oh, is right. Leslie's list, oh, of, right. my list of fun and games. And what do we have this week? What we was have subject?
1: the, um, I had a bunch of listeners and friends contribute it to the most unusual oddest or just plain fun yeah yeah camp contraptions
0: camp contraptions and this was like sort of spread by my camp toilet story and then also using the pvc pipe to tap the glacial lake and (laughs) make the worst shower ever but that was it was ingenious (laughs) though but it was terrifying um so so leslie reached out to to the community and we got a bunch of these, so let's. Some how many are, do we have?
1: It's kind of hilarious. I've, I've got a bunch, but I'm gonna like smash through them and see how far I can go while it's a, still appropriate. Wow, you had a lot of responses. I've got a to lot that. of responses. This is a popular one. Everyone, see the prank one. Nobody creative. wanted
0: to. Nobody wanted to disclose their horrible camp pranks, except the poo fly <laughs> guy and uh, yeah, the, the bomb guy. Well, um,
1: <laughs> it was funny because it initially started out as a bunch of people sharing their their toilet contraptions because that's everyone takes big pride of how oh, they yeah. make a toilet in camp, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you use um, core
0: boxes, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so um, uh, one listener said that she didn't feel like hand-digging a toilet on a campsite in Australia. So she got the drill crew to drill a six meter deep RC hole. Oh, there you and go. then she zap- strapped a toilet seat to a cutout bottom of a metal garbage can, right? Oh, there you go. And yeah. um, then the boys, she said, got a juvenile thrill out of counting the seconds from bombs away to impact.
0: Oh, no. And
1: then somebody else responded and said, actually, um, this became a bit of a mission between drillers, seeing who can drill the deepest camp toilet. He says the record for him was 36 meters okay wow so he's like it's like dropping one over a 12 story building <laughs> well the, like
0: even even if you're taking a pee that's a, like, it like yeah that's a long way that's down. impressive yeah, yeah yeah and i
1: also got some pictures of some other ca- uh, toilet camp contraptions that i'll probably tweet there's to- for, how many of them were toilets oh god like three or four <laughs> what else did they <laughs> Sorry, use was
0: there any of them really outrageous like did they use they, it?
1: some of them? Like decided to build like a shelter wall so they can have a little bit more privacy. Privacy, yeah, yeah, that's important. Always yeah, important. Yeah, that's very important. Yeah, and another one. Um, there was a mine manager in Australia who decided to create like a little bit of a garden at the mine site. Um, oh. That wouldn't survive at the outpack because he wanted it and he thought it looked really pretty, which is hilarious. Because I actually made a garden. So mine it was like he like a raised
0: too. garden box. He did. Yeah, I guess so. And it did, but it didn't survive.
1: Um, I have no idea. All I know is that ours didn't survive. Oh, okay. It tasted like chemicals. You need to
0: get, well, did you, you don't use pressure treated wood. Yeah. And if (laughs) you use pressure treated (laughs) wood, line it with, with industrial plastic. It's actually, this is, I, I actually had to recently build a garden box at my house. Oh
1: yeah.
0: And so I did a lot of reading on this. That's actually a little bit of a myth the the new the old pressure treated wood had arsenic in it and it was deadly the new stuff is like they had to stop doing that because I guess kids were just like chewing on it or something yeah. like, like like don't use uh, that's why you, but you shouldn't use like city telephone poles for anything that's gonna be like that's so those affiliated with yeah, anything because that that sh- stuff is still the that old pressure treated deadly bad. lumber but anyways that's if you're building dumb. a garden box. It, it's the new stuff's fine. Just line it with heavy duty plastic; it'll last longer. But I could see if you were out at a camp and there was like, there's probably some industrial wood there. Yeah, and it's just like that arsenic would just leak into <laughs> in your veggies. But that's a good one. I I do like garden boxes. We
1: have another one from the Tropicana mine out in Kalgoorlie, which is owned by Anglo Golden Independence Group. So my mate was actually working on that um, project before it even became a mine. And he said there was like a bad cyclone that ripped through camp. And he couldn't get out to work or drill for days. So they basically got some drill rods and a couple of machines and found a sand dune, trucked enough sand back to camp to build a full-size beach volleyball court while they waited to be able to get out to site to do their work. That's awesome. And he says it remained a fixture until they turned it into what a did line cap. What
0: they use for a net?
1: Um, I'm not sure. Maybe. Oh, you
0: don't even need it. I guess you could just have like a bar. Maybe, yeah. yeah that's yeah, probably yeah. what they use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
1: Another, a couple of ones actually was hilarious and I got some photos of this. Um, a big thing that geologists love making at sites <laughs> happens to be... What? Kites. Kites? They love oh, making see that. kites yeah, out yeah, of like yeah, RC s- bags. Yep, yep. Out of any materials. And, yeah. and, of course, using the bright pink flagging tape as, as a, a string. Line. So yeah. I have some photos of that. So I oh, got a couple cool. of those. Yeah, that's cool. Um, another one was uh, somebody made a ghetto gym, complete with a an g- interval circuit. A ghetto gym. So using rocks as medicine balls and different-sized drill rods for bench press or shoulder press, or <laughs> even
0: squats. <laughs> that dude must And been- <laughs> stacks of
1: core boxes for the bench and box jumps. So And it, the list goes on and Jeez, on. Jeez,
0: that sounds like a... <laughs> like that. Guy. The that you, can you just do. imagine people coming? in This dude just like throwing rocks around. Like, yeah. ah! and like, what the
1: that doing? When I was sitting on the RC rig, I used to use like I used to actually do tricep pulls with RC bags. Behind I can my head. Just,
0: I can steal a story. The from, drillers made fun of me constantly from my dad about this. <laughs> he said one time they had on site and they had this uh, this uh, temp worker who came up during like summer break. He was a linebacker for like a football team. And he was like, he's like, the guy would come in at breakfast and eat like 15 pancakes or 20 pancakes. Yeah. And then he'd go out and pick up a huge tree. And they had this huge, uh, service roll that went up to the top of the property where like some of the outcrop was. And the guy would just run up the, <laughs> oh, no run up the road with this huge log on his back. And everyone right. was like, holy smokes, that guy's crazy. That guy's awesome. And they're like, yeah. And then he'd come and you just eat like everything in the mess. Just like, just devour <laughs> it. But yeah, so more homemade uh, um, workout gear there. A log.
1: I'm going to leave it at this one. Um. So, I thought this was hilarious. So, me and my uh, writer or a listener said that me and my back to back on the drill rig, they barely saw each other. And at that point, you always give handover notes, right? Yeah. To say what was up and what happened, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But she says they decided to leave each other hand over bananas where they would make their notes written on the banana skins and then pass it off.
0: Wow. Yeah. That, that would, like, they must have had a good so it's like food supply and of information. bananas. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, and I know that one time I actually, um, at a I lost my glasses while I was jumping into a lake. <laughs> yeah. Because I jumped into the lake stupidly enough with my glasses on, lost them. So I went back to camp and I constructed a 10 foot long pole out of two by two wood and I zap strap or I, I haywired a net to the end of this pole. Yeah. And then I duct taped it. Did you I see them or were you just like no. blindly scooping I duct taped it, it to, the, to the skid of the helicopter, flew out to the lake, couldn't see anything and um, I got my glasses back within three minutes. And I tell you what, it is still to this day the biggest miracle of my life. And I'm pretty sure everyone at the site thought that I was a witch because no one talked to me for like three days even though I was like, man, this you're is like, the coolest story. It's like story. water
0: divining. It's like it's, yeah, <laughs> except the opposite.
1: <laughs> that was you're... the coolest thing I ever made in camp. But there anyway, so that's that's the um, top nine. Thank you everyone for contributing. Yeah, that
0: was very awesome. I love those stories because that's always fun. Thank we'll you. see if uh, if we run into anything in the Yukon we can bring back for totally. a similar list. But please uh, do check out our, uh, our specialty metals section next week. Um, and if you have an opportunity, please do surf over to our subscribe section and pick up uh, our digital and paper subscription for the low, low price of two twenty <laughs> around there. <laughs> around the I've same yet price to find to yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> around there. No, that's two. That's too, hundreds. Not not two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's not undersell it here. Um, that also includes access to our minds handbook, which is uh, an awesome resource. Um, so please do check it out. It's, uh, affordable and you get more stuff from Matt and Leslie, which is always fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so thank you for listening and do look forward to our trip to the Yukon next week. We will be in Dawson. So if you happen to be up there, do stop by the conference on Wednesday. Um, we will see everybody up there and have a great week.
1: Yeah. Cheers. This Thanks, has everyone. been the
0: Northern Minor Podcast. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>